Welcome back to a new episode of the Carefree and Black Diaries podcast. I am the host and my name is Shakira. If it's your first time hearing my voice, if it's your first time just tuning into an episode, if you are new here, go ahead and join our Carefree family. You can join us by going ahead and subscribing via whatever platform you're using to listen to this podcast on, whether it be Spotify, Apple, Anchor, Stitcher, whatever. Go ahead and subscribe so you'll be notified every single time we have a brand new episode which happens to be every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Now, for my true and loyal and old, I guess you can say, subscribers and carefree family members who have been here for a while, welcome back. Thank you for tuning in for a brand new episode. I appreciate you. And as I say all the time, I love you. Now, today's episode, I am going to skip the carefree updates. Well, not really skip them. I'm just going to include them in this intro because we have a lot to get to later on in the topic, which I will get to as well. So first of all, I want you all to be aware that last week I told you that we were going to have a scholarship coming out the scholarship is live so I'm going to be selecting four college students Um, like I told you last week you can be receiving your undergraduate you can be just entering college um, pursuing your master's your doctorate whatever as long as you are in school for fall 2020 you can apply to this scholarship the link will be in the description of this podcast episode and also it will be on the instagram page the instagram is carefree and black diaries just like the name of the podcast all one word and it's also on twitter which is carefree black pod that's carefree b-l-k-p-o-d i have to remember to post it on the facebook as well because we do have some people over on the facebook i will make sure i do that today because i want you all to be able to access this link and find it wherever you know you search the podcast and please apply you guys um thank you to the people that have applied so far I wish I could give scholarship money to all of y'all, but we are selecting four individuals, four people to receive $100 each. So we're giving away $400 and hopefully um, during the spring semester, this will continue. Actually, not hopefully, this will, you know, as long as I have breath in my body, we're going to keep this going and prayerfully, you know, the funds will rise as we continue to have this Carefree and Black Diaries scholarship. Um, All right. So I wanted to make sure I told you that I also want to make sure that I tell you, um, don't forget that I do have a second podcast, which is Black History Moments. You can search Black History Moments on this podcasting platform that you're using to listen to right now. And if you like history, if you like learning about Black history, Black people, stories that you haven't heard before, that podcast is going to be right up your alley. So make sure you check that out. And that is all I think I had to tell y'all before we hop into the topic. Um, I have two friends. I told y'all last week to keep your fingers crossed and hopefully that I will have them this week. I guess you had your fingers crossed because they are here. Well, they were here with me recording this episode. So I hope that you all enjoy it. I hope that you learn some things. Oh, also, before I forget, you can also watch this podcast as well. It is going to be on the YouTube channel. I will include the link to that as well. Just in case, um, if you want to watch us while we converse, you can do that too. Or you can just continue to listen to the audio. It's up to you. Um, But again, I'm going to check out right 
right here. I don't want to talk your head off because this is going to be a longer conversation. All right, so we're going to have a break from our sponsors. And then right after the break, we'll be back. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi guys, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Carefree and Black Diaries podcast. I am the host Shakira, and I have two beautiful guests with me. I mean, inside and out, just truly beautiful women, amazing women, and I couldn't have asked for better guests. If y'all listened to last week's episode, I told you all that I was like hoping, fingers crossed. Obviously, you all had your fingers crossed as well that I would be able to get them <laughs> here at the same time. So I'm going to ask them to introduce themselves. I guess we can start with you, Diamond. Hello guys, Diamond, and um, what all am I introducing about myself? Who are you, um, <laughs> and what do you do creatively? Um, I am Diamond, I'm 24, I live here in Tallahassee, Florida, and you can say that I am like a content creator, artist person with my photos really is what I do. And Abigail? Hi, my name is Abigail Hunter. I am a Florida girl and uh, I'm a content creator and blogger. And my areas where um, I express myself are through natural hair, wellness, lifestyle, and sustainable fashion. Yes, I love it. All right. So I wanted to incorporate this just like small little breathing exercise before we hopped into everything. So yes, you all, yes, it's so important because there's so much going on right now. So with you all listening to us or watching us as well, just take a second, just close your eyes if you can, and you both can close your eyes as well. And we're just going to take a deep breath in through your nose and out through the mouth and inhale and exhale. <sighs> And one more time, in through your nose and out through the mouth. All right. I just wanted us to do that together just because it's that so simple thing just calmed me down so much. So yeah. thank you for that. No problem. And I know I understand, like, we have so much going on. It's Sunday. We were recording on a Sunday. You had church this morning. You mm -hmm. might have been running around before you sat down, like, making sure the lighting was good, making sure your computer was charged. So it's important to just take a second and just, like, you know, center, you know, with everything. So, again, thank you all for being here with me. I'm so excited because we have questions from listeners that they wanted me to ask y'all. So we're going to get into that later. But first off, I had this idea about having you all on because I was in the shower. My listeners know that I get like my best ideas in the shower. 
And I was like in there. Shower toilet. Like, yes. Yeah, it's something about the bathroom. Maybe because <laughs> there weren't like any distractions. So, yeah. You know, so I was in there and I was like, yeah. it's difficult. I know it's been difficult for me with the podcast, with YouTube, with everything going on, where I feel like, how do I navigate this space creatively, but still balance it, you know, mentally, making sure that my mental health is all right. And also like not giving people too much of what they don't need at this time, you know, because I want people to be focused on what we have going on, you know, as a race right now as well. And I don't want to feel like I'm hindering the progression. Like if that makes sense, like I don't want to mm-hmm. be dumping stuff on us when we really need to be focused on us as a, a group, a collective right now. So I was like, okay, I need Dime and I need Abigail to come on and help me, you know, articulate my thoughts with this because you all do it so well. I have been watching you all on social media and you all have been doing a great job at just balancing everything. So that's what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about that first. So first, I just wanted to ask you all, how have you been doing mentally, like right now as a Black woman, you know, as someone living in the South, we're dealing with Corona. It's a lot going on. So how how have you all been doing? Yeah. Diane, you want to go first? Oh, <laughs> um, you know, this is actually a great question because um, like when everything was super fresh, it's a lot of emotions to deal with. Like for starters with Miss Rona, just kind of, showing up at the door. I didn't even know that you were, you didn't give me an ETA. So So that's like one thing trying to process learning how to be inside. So now that we all are kind of figuring out how to creatively work our inside space, then the matter that we're not new to, but we're true to kind of resurface. And it's like bigger than we could ever imagine it being. And at this time now, I'm doing better because I've learned how to process my feelings. But in the beginning, it was quite a lot to intake because I am myself sensitive and I don't really intake violence. I don't even watch violent movies really or violent anything. So it's kind of like I had to force myself to watch it in order to educate other people. And, mm. and that was a lot to intake for someone who doesn't watch it at all. Mm. So processing that, it took a lot of stepping away and processing what I just saw and then breathing. And then I come back and I'm able to talk to you. And um, I know we've already been to church this morning, but... Jesus literally had to spend time with God in order to stand tall when it was time for him to go before the people. And I kept replaying that in my mind that even Jesus was nervous about things and even Jesus got weary, but he had to go to his father to give him strength so that he can stand in front of people And being Mm. able to speak like there is nothing wrong with me. But I was before my father before crying out all that I had. So that's been the process for me. (laughs) That's beautiful. I love that. I love that. 
<laughs> I agree. <laughs> um, this in this season, I had to be okay with not being okay. I am a very strong person. I have a very dominant personality. Um, I'm a strong black woman, as we all are. And we're so used to showing that we are strong black women. We can take it all. But I had to find strength in my vulnerability, which, oh, I used to hate the word vulnerable. It's like, oh, oh my God, no. <laughs> but um, I've really, in this season, I've had to find strength in my vulnerability. Uh, just like you said, Diamond, uh, this isn't new. It's just been amplified. And um, I haven't been okay. I would just burst out crying for no reason. And it, it takes me quite a bit to cry. And so, um, you know how... You know how down in the South, uh, people ask you, hey, how you doing? And you say, you automatically say good. Yeah. Like I had to be okay with saying like, today's not a good day. I'm so used to saying I'm good that I was kind of lying to myself. So um, in the season, I have definitely found strength in my vulnerability and learned that it's okay to not be okay and to release those feelings, you know, and not hold them in. Mm, but I'm, I'm doing better. Uh I'm taking it, I'd say one hour at a time. Sometimes I can't even take it a day at a time. You got to take it an hour at a time because uh, so much has been happening. So um, I'm a, I'm a guide girl. And so um, I've all, prayer is always in my, uh, my daily activities. And so I just stay prayed up and pray for uh, all those around me. I love it. I love it. You all are just, oh my gosh. I just know that this is going to be a great episode. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I love what you both said. And Diamond, you touched on something that I wanted to circle back to. You said that you have to step away sometimes to be able to process your emotions and your feelings during this time. So how do you both process your emotions? Like I know, Abigail, you said prayer, um, but what else do you all do, you know, besides just stepping away and talking to God? What else can listeners do, um, whether it be exercise or whatever you all may do? That's me. I, uh, I grew up doing, uh, I grew, I'm an athlete. I was always an athlete. I did gymnastics, competed in gymnastics for nine years. So working out has always been a part of my life and exercise is indeed a stress reliever for me. Um, I just go take a run, take a jog, take my dog. And that's my stress reliever. Um, and unfortunately these days I've always taken my dog, but I feel more comfortable taking my dog running. I don't feel comfortable running by myself, which is really unfortunate. And I live in, in a good and safe place, but just these days, the way the color of our skin is, you know, not being appreciated uh, when I do run to relieve stress in order for it to be um, a stress relieving activity. I like to take my dog with me, but working out works. Um, journaling. I haven't done it as much as I want to. I would love for it to be a daily activity for me. Uh, but my blog is honestly therapeutic for me. So writing, writing and exercising are forms of um, stress relievers for me. Love it. I love that. You know, I love what you said when you said nowadays it's like you want something or your dog like with you when you're doing something that used to be like easy to just go do alone. But that's literally how I feel. My stress relievers were taking my walks, but it's like 
crazy because you see there's like a FDLE next to my home. But it's like I see a cop car and suddenly my walks are not as easy as they used to be. And then with um, Toyin, I believe it's Toyin. Toyin. Yeah. Um, Just that situation. Then my walks weren't as easy because I'm thinking about a black man. Is a black man watching me while I'm trying to take an easy walk? And it's like, ew, why do I have to think about those things about like while I'm trying to do something that used to be my stress reliever. Mm -hmm. So it's like, even in those moments, I have to remember that if I believe that I'm protected, then I am protected. So I have to go back and forth with myself. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, okay. Like, I feel nervous. I don't like that. I don't Mm -hmm. like feeling weak. I don't like feeling like, I don't know what to do because I think as women, especially black women, we like to have the answer and we don't let anybody make us feel like we're lesser than or weaker than. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's kind of vulnerable. I don't like that. No. <laughs> that strength and that vulnerability is, is yeah. tough. Yeah. No, seriously. So um, I do love taking walks though. Forms of exercise. It's like, whoo, I just feel great afterwards. Yeah. I've been dabbling um, back into yoga because the yoga studio that I used to go to, they closed Namaste Yoga. It was on um, the parkway. For good? For good. For good. I was so, I'm still disappointed. But because of COVID and everything, you know, they had to shut down. So then they just sent an email and said, all right, we're just closed indefinitely. So I've been trying to like do it at home. And it's just not the same, you know, in your house as opposed to a yoga studio. But I have been doing that. I have been journaling when I feel like my mind is just like restless. You know, I'm like, okay, girl, it's time to pull out a notebook and write something down because you're not helping yourself just going through the same thoughts <laughs> over and over again. Um, and then I have been trying to do better about like talking to people about how I'm feeling because I'm so used to, I guess it might be like a, a strong black woman kind of thing. You have to bear the grunts of the world. And if you feel uncomfortable, you just kind of have to deal with it. So I've been trying to get myself out of that mentality. Like, no, you don't have to just deal with it. Call somebody, text somebody and tell them how you're feeling. Like, it's okay to check in with people and say, today is just not a good day. You know, I'm just not feeling it today. Mm -hmm. And Diamond, it's crazy that you said that about being uncomfortable because yesterday I told my mom, I was like, you know, I need to go and take some outfit pictures because I bought some clothing from black owned businesses. So I was like, I need to take some outfit pictures so I can just like have the pictures loaded up and cute to post on Instagram. And she's like, okay, but you're not going by yourself. I'm going with you. So I'm like, okay, girl, you know, (laughs) she's like, it's too much going on. I don't want you out there by yourself. And I'm like, okay, because it's like, I'm so used to being able to just like go, you know, as both of you said, like when you please go where you want and not feel, Mm -hmm. you know, any danger or harm. But now with everything going on, you are kind of like looking over your shoulder, like is somebody behind me, you know, or things like that. So I was out there taking pictures yesterday and my mom was like sitting off to the side and we heard this car. So we like look and there's, we're in a parking garage on a Saturday. No one is there. And it's like, the police car is like coming through the empty parking garage. And I'm like, who called you? <laughs> because it's like the, 
the parking garage, you know where the Department of Education is. Mm-hmm. Um, that parking garage right next to it. It's like down the street from Cascade. Okay. And I'm like, yeah. who called you? Because it was just like so random. And it, it's yeah. not a place that you would just be like, oh, I'm patrolling through the empty parking garage. But, you know, when I saw that, I just looked at her and I was like, you know, thank you for coming with me. Because it just, things could happen so quickly and so easily. But anyway, I just thought that was crazy yeah. that you both mentioned that. And I'm like, girl, real life story right here. Let me share it. <laughs> yeah, so. it's like, you know how in college, uh, your freshman year, they teach you to have uh, a buddy system. Mm-hmm. Like, don't walk on campus by yourself. I feel like we need to have a buddy system anywhere we go now. Yeah. Yeah, it's sad, you know, like I and I feel like I do feel like we are in the midst of real change and real progress. Mm -hmm. But I hate that we have to go through this season of like being uncomfortable or feeling that we aren't safe, you know, but we kind of have to tear down these walls. And maybe it was a false sense of security or safety that we were feeling in the first place. And now Mm -hmm. it's like the veil has been taken off and it's like, no. This is yeah. how it's been all along. Right. So here we are. We're dealing with this. So um, I wanted to ask you all, you know, to name a few brands that y'all have worked with, just so the people know that y'all have been those girls. Y'all have done these things. So just, you know, rattle off a few brands that y'all have worked with in your experience. I've, we can go back and forth. Because I got to think of a few, but my first one I can think of is my most recent one. Uh, it's a company called Lashed and Hooked. It's black owned and woman owned. They sell uh, non-toxic extensions. Um, I don't. If you've ever had plaits before, you know how sometimes your scalp can break out because mm-hmm. the hair has stuff in it and you have to soak it in the vinegar and all that kind of stuff. It already comes non-toxic. And so uh, they have a great following. They have like over 40K followers. And I had a great time making content for some new products they had come out. Oh, okay. Wait, I want to hear more. (laughs) You know, we love hair, especially natural hair and natural products. Yes, and protective styles. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, because, you know, when I try to wear protective styling, I have to take it out kind of quickly because my face breaks out so bad because anytime like the hair rubs against, I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm getting little bumps. I'm like, okay, I got to take it out. Yep. Yeah. So I'll I'll give you their information, but the hair is non-toxic for that reason. So many people are allergic to uh, the chemicals that are in the hair. And so Mm -hmm. they take care of that before you even get the hair. She actually posted, you posted the video, right? Of you with the ponytail? Yeah. Yeah, She actually posted a video dime um, where she had installed the ponytail. It was so cute. Okay. You have to go watch it. You have to watch it. I'm excited. I I haven't seen it yet. (laughs) Okay. That's actually fabulous. I love that. I love that. I love that. Oh, is it my turn? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Um, Okay. So I will say, this is just like a tidbit. I feel like I'm at this stage where the brands that I kind of used to think about in my mind that kind of seem like that's just a thought. That's just a goal. It's like they're kind of appearing themselves now. And I don't know if it's because their eyes are open and they're like, Mm. oh, my God, we don't have enough black people. This is a cool (laughs) black girl. (laughs) I'm trying not to like make it seem like 
oh, I don't know if they really want to work with me because you weren't here before. But mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? It is time to shine because I'm going to show you why you need more Black women that you should be working it with forever, basically. Yes. So I'm looking to the side of me because I have some things to do. And let me just... <laughs> <laughs> You're like looking at the labels on the box. Like, okay, who is this? So one of my new favorite well it's been my favorite but I don't know if you guys know Glossier yeah but they um okay, yeah I'm an affiliate with them now so I think yes. them, and I'm just like, like <laughs> yeah it's a blessing it yeah. really is a blessing it's a I've blessing. never I've never tried their products but I will wait for uh, the content that you put out so I can see your review on them Likewise. I trust I trust our reviews. I don't know if it's just me, but when I'm looking at clothing or skincare or something, I scroll to look for a melanin girl to give me just, you know, uh, an authentic review. Same, same. No, seriously, I, I believe. I look yeah. for, like, people who, like, I understand some people really do have a lot of brands and it's like, okay. But then there's some people who, like, really pick some good ones. And I'm like, ooh, I know that you know what you're talking about. So I'm going to listen some more to whoever mm-hmm. recommends yeah. me. I know they're going to Yep. <laughs> Same. I, I try to, um, I, I try to be one of those consumers that can just, like, read a few reviews and, like, okay, I'll spend my money, but I'm just not that girl. Like, I, I have to see one of us to be able to get on board. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's different coming from one of us. I don't know why. I don't know what it is, but it's just, it's different. It's different. Even when I'm on Amazon, I'm like, nope, I haven't <laughs> found the right review yet. I haven't found the which right one. Which has made me, which has made me make sure I go back and write reviews so I can be that person for yes. another black girl. Yes, that's important because oftentimes, I'm not going to lie, you know, I buy things and then, you know, you get that follow up email like, would you like to leave a review? And I'm like, yep. girl, no, I already got my products. I don't need you <laughs> anything else. But mm-hmm. now I'm like, okay, Shakira, just go back and write, you know, two sentences mm-hmm. to let the girls know that it's okay. Yeah. yeah. So, you know what it is. I wanted to ask y'all if you, you know, with everything that's been going on, um, a lot of influencers and creatives have found that a lot of brands have been reaching out to them, you know, new brands, not new brands, but, you know, they haven't heard from them before. Do you feel like a lot of, and I I guess I want to just keep it to huge, like corporations. um, Do you feel like a lot of these huge corporations are, really on board with the movement that we're having right now or do you feel like they're trying to you know get more black influencers and creatives to come on board to just kind of like showcase their diversity but not really be diverse and like if this is a trend how long is this gonna last so how do y'all feel about that (laughs) I feel both ways. Uh, when I've, I think uh, you guys know Jackie Ina. Yeah. You know of Jackie Ina. Uh, she put a post out there where, you know, her and a lot of other bigger influencers called out these big companies and were like, hey, I want you to list how many 
uh, black people work at your corporation and, you know, all the companies mm-hmm. were doing that. So I think some companies are striving to do the right thing. And then I think some other ones, I don't, I don't feel them. I feel like it's, uh, they want to be a part of the trend. However, I think as a black influencer, whether or not they're getting you for a trend or because they really want to work with you, they need to pay you. Yes. So whether whether they're getting you for a trend, make sure your prices are right uh, because they need to pay you your worth. Yes. So Agreed. if you want to pay to have this skin complexion on your page, be ready. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> be ready. Be ready for this rate sheet for this media kit. <laughs> Italy, if I don't see the word R and ending with an E, uh, repeat, I don't know, I don't hear you. I didn't, I didn't catch that. Can you send your email again? Right. <laughs> obviously you missed the part. You missed something. I didn't see my yeah. <laughs> But um, I definitely agree with you. I definitely agree because you can kind of tell when there are some brands who are genuinely like, oh my gosh, like I really, because I can't really totally fault them to a certain extent because if you're used to seeing something and no one has ever called you out on it then it's kind of like you would assume that's okay mm-hmm. but now that people are dragging you by your last hair follicle you have no choice yeah. but to be like okay I really nobody ever checked me before also my privilege of never being checked really starts to show mm-hmm. so now it's kind of like Okay, guys, we got to pull it together. <laughs> Honestly, I love the drags. They're fabulous. I, because- I, I, I'm here for it. <laughs> I am here for it. All of it. No, really, some people just needed it. So yeah. mm-hmm. I really hope that the brands now, like, whatever the intention are, as a Black creator, this is your chance. This is your time. Like, whatever their reasoning, you better show out. Right. Be ready. Stay ready. <laughs> Stay yeah. ready. Speaking of staying ready, so this is a new uprising. I mean, I kind of feel like it's a new renaissance era. And I think that, not I think, I know that Black creatives bring a lot to the table. A lot of new ideas, a lot of new content. So for newer creatives or for maybe those influencers that maybe they just accepted free product from these companies before, but now they feel like, okay, it's time for me to start charging. How did you all navigate that playing field like? How did you come up with your rates? Where did you research your media kits? Like things like that, things that they should know stepping into this arena. I, go for it. <laughs> I just, when it comes to this question, it's always so, it's a little difficult. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little difficult because it's like I have an answer, but I really don't always have an answer because it just seems like based off of what you can bring to the table is kind of like how you construct how much you should charge for yourself. Because some people can really overcharge and you don't really put in that much work to even ask mm-hmm. these brands for that. So they know that and they're not going to pay you. But then also you don't want to be always accepting things for free because that's going to set the tone for other influencers who know their word, but the brands are assuming that, well, that one didn't do it. So unfortunately I don't have the 
budget, mm. but you have the budget. But you, you always just, have the budget. You always have the budget. <laughs> <laughs> so for real, for real. I, I struggle with my rate sheet because it's always fluctuating. It depends on how your engagement is going and being able to calculate that through time and making sure that it's staying high so that the rates that you charge can stay high too and that your content is staying high so that the rates that you charge can stay high too. It's like so many factors that you really just won't know like when you first get started, but as you realize like that one popped off and then it's like, ooh, that one really popped off. Now it's like, okay, so now that I'm popping off, <laughs> to pop off with some cash. So it's very, I don't know, Abigail, what do you think? I, I'm still constructing myself here. So I'm a, I'm a big researcher. Uh, unfortunately, I don't feel like I have many friends in the industry like they tell you you need content creators need to have content creators as friends so you guys can talk about your rates together so you know to make sure that nobody's getting lowballed and that you're getting treated equally and so that's one thing I would suggest if you are interested in becoming an influencer are you or you are one now find friends in the industry. That's something that um, I'm working on right now to just build that tribe. Uh, But I did a lot of research. I did the calculations where I found a video. You calculate how many followers you have, uh, times it by seven and all that kind of stuff. It's so many different formulas that you can do. Really, it's just trial and error. Okay. You just got to try. And the you have to know that the company is going to negotiate so try to start high say hey okay for instagram post i want to charge 100 100 for instagram post um and 25 for an ig story try it out see how it works i i personally i've just been doing trial and error uh, sometimes they're like, no, sometimes they're like, okay. And I'm like, dang, you accepted that. That means I was too low. <laughs> you accepted 500. No, 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 no. Go no, back, go back, go back, go back, go back. So, you know, I, I've, I've had all the experiences and then I've had, uh, companies, where they're like, oh, well, we're a small company and we can't afford um, to do that. But I'm like, you got like 50K followers. That's a small company. You know, and I I understand that numbers don't mean everything. I totally get that. But um, it's trial and error. I would say um, you have to pay to play. So for example, I recently just bought a what should you charge ebook from an influencer that's bigger than me. And uh, because I'm, I'm here to learn. And so I bought that uh, ebook and I learned so much. Uh, For example, usage rights, when it comes to, if somebody wants to um, have your picture, Diamond or Shakira on their website, they need to pay a usage right fee like every month. Um, like if you want to charge $100 a month for a usage fee. Um, yeah. So just little things like that. Yeah. It's, I didn't know. Yeah. But I tell you to get friends in the industry. That's something I'm working on. Just so you can have somebody to balance. 
mm-hmm. off of because it's hard to do this thing by yourself. I've been doing it for a while by myself and I've been in that position where I'm like, I wish I just had somebody to ask, is this price okay? Is it astronomical? Is it too high? So, and have some friends, find some friends in the industry. That's my best advice. I love that. So you all that are listening, if you are planning on stepping into these arenas, make sure that you have friends and confidants, people that you trust who are also in those same industries so that you all can bounce ideas off of each other and also discuss your prices because listen, it is 2020. We are not being shy about how much we make anymore. Okay. Because we are not allowing our brothers and our sisters to be lowballed by these companies and brands any longer. So make sure that you are talking to people and that you are also doing your research. Okay, so speaking of working with brands, I have gotten to a point where um and it might be a little much, but I have gotten to a point where it's like, okay, if you are planning to have an ad spot, say for example, on the podcast, or if you want to you want me to promote something on YouTube or something like that, I have gotten to a place where I want to know what your company's stance is on diversity. I want to know what you think about Black Lives Matter. I want to know what you are doing to in your business practices to make sure that communities of color are getting, you know, things that they need. So how are you all ensuring that the brands that you work with going forward um, are doing their part? I guess you can say when it comes to Black Lives Matter, when it comes to underrepresented minorities and communities. Is that something that you're looking at or thinking about in the future? That's something I've always looked at. Like before uh, this season of life mm-hmm. happened, Anytime I wanted to work with the brand or anytime they wanted to work with me, I go straight to their website and I look at their mission. Because if your mission doesn't align with my morals, then, you know, I'll have respectfully declined. So before all this happened, I always looked at the mission to make sure that we were aligned. Uh, And then I look at their social media pages and platforms and see, do I see anybody that looks like me? Mm -hmm. Uh, And if I happen not to see anybody that looks like me in my life, I'm used to being um, a trailblazer and doing things first. And so if I happen not to see black people on the website, I'll be like, okay, well, maybe I need to be the first one. Um, But I do see a lot of other influencers asking um, companies, how do you feel about this first? Before I work with you, how do, basically, how do you feel about my life? Right. You know, do you really care about me or do you want the fan base that I have? So I think we just, we have to not be afraid to ask their opinion about, okay. you know, if my life matters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's very interesting because, um, Brands actually will email me and they'll start off with it. Like, oh. I just want you to know. I'm like, oh, really? Packing okay. <laughs> I just want you to know that we are very sensitive to what has been going on. Some have said, I'm not reaching out just because you are black. Like, just right. 
laying it plain like okay know that these are the organizations that we have donated to and we do plan on doing xyzz xyzzzzzzz hold up can we just clap for them i'm saying oh that that is i love that i love that yeah I loved it. I'm like, wow, like they late, like they actually gave me a couple paragraphs before they said, okay, so now that we have let you know what we're going to do, what we have been doing, and that we are acknowledging everything that's happening, now I want to ask you what I want to ask you about our company. Yes. So, so I actually haven't even all the way gotten the chance because they beat me to it. So. <laughs> I guess they see that. That's good. That's yeah. good business practice. That's being proactive. Yeah. Respect. That's, I love that. I'm like, but there are some brands, you know, who's saying that I have discovered some very unfortunate things. And I'm just like, dang it. Like, I liked you. I really liked you. Love your products. And I'm really, I'm working on one of them. I'm going to have to email and be like, listen, 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 listen. I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you because I've been a fan. I've been a yeah. stan and I just hate what I've learned. And I just want to know, is this still tr- true? Like, um, are the accusations true from back then? Are they still happening now? So it's some things that I'm trying to formulate emails for to just ask some questions. I hope they don't get offended, but kind of it's like, it don't really matter if you get offended at this point because it don't matter. Yeah. we don't have anything to lose, yeah. but, but business. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I love it. So I yeah. want to get into um, some questions from the listeners. I posted Instagram story. Ooh, I had my phone on. Oh my gosh, y'all. Elaine Welteroth. Y'all know Elaine. Yeah. She liked my comment. <laughs> she did? <laughs> you won't be able to see. Can you see it? Yes, girl. Listen, Elaine. I like her. I love her. She is. Oh my gosh, she's amazing. Okay, I got distracted. I'm sorry. Her Did y'all finish her book? I don't have it. I know. You can borrow mine. Thank you. Oh, I want to. I want to. I need to read that book about relationships that you were reading from that pastor, Michael Todd. Yeah, you can borrow that one too. Was it good? It was. I have highlights in it, but like, if you don't mind reading through highlights and stuff. Okay, cool. All right. So we have some questions. First of all, first question is, how do you stay focused? Um, I guess like with, um, with your creative projects, how do you stay focused on the task at hand? So you know how sometimes you can start to procrastinate or even just with the current circumstances of everything going on, it can be kind of hard to shift your focus into creating something when your mind is on Black Lives Matter or mm-hmm. COVID, you know? Um, well, I personally, like I said, I really try to pace myself with everything that I do and before I even accept anything, I would just like lay it out. Like I do have different things that I have to do. And I let them know that I put a lot of work into each and every project. So I'm not about to spit something out at you. It's going to take time. So with everything that you do creatively, if it really is truly your passion, then you will pace yourself with everything that you do because you want to give each person, each brand, each thing your best. 
so that when you present it to people, it's not just, here's a brand that I'm working with. It's like, this is the brand I'm working with. I chose them for a reason. I created this for a reason. And you can see what I put into what I created. So your focus will kind of come because it's so passionate to you that you have no choice but to put everything that you can to make it the best and until you complete it. That's good. Um, I, how have I been able to focus and concentrate? So honestly, I've had, I've learned to create in bulk. Okay. So uh, with everything going on in the world, coronavirus and just life in general, uh, I, I don't feel like creating every day. I have those days where I want to do absolutely nothing. And so when I have those days that I have energy, I just like shoot out content. Um, it's kind of like a create in bulk content day. So maybe, you know, two days out, instead of creating something, you know, every day, sometimes just in one day, I'll create four, I'll do four projects or have four different photo shoots. So in this season, I guess I've been um, bulk creating. I think I just made that up, but. But I like it. But I it's like a thing. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been bulk creating because some days I feel like doing nothing. And so whenever I have that energy, I just really take advantage of having that energy and just go for it and pump out as much content as I can. I like that. And I like that because I have this calendar here. So if you all struggle, listeners, if you all struggle with focusing or keeping track of things, I just, you you can't see it, but you have like podcast days. I know I need to have a podcast out every Friday and every Tuesday. So I know that that is something continuously on my schedule. And I do I like bulk creating, Abigail, because I do that too, but I never had a name for it. But I'll just like, you know, some days you just wake up and you just feel like creating something. So, okay, I might write something. I might record a podcast and I might film a YouTube video all in one day. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm pooped, but at least I got it done. And tomorrow right. I will just rest. So I like that. And it's a good thing. It's a good thing to do uh, just to be prepared for the future. If you happen to be sick, one week mm-hmm. and you know you have two or three podcasts two or three blog posts already set so you don't have to feel like you have to work while sick so it's just kind absolutely. of planning ahead absolutely all right one listener says how does one discover their creative calling mm. how does one discover their creative calling you know, I just dabbled in different things. So it's easy to find what you do like by finding what you don't like, by trying what you don't like. So um, I don't know, for example, I don't know if I tried <laughs> to be um, uh, if I tried to be an artist okay. and I don't, I tried to draw and do cute drawings like you, Shakira. Um, And I was like, I don't like this. This feels like a job. This isn't for me. So I guess I found what I like to do by trying things, trying different things. And then I found what I don't like to do. Like, no, this feels more like a job to me. This isn't for me. Hair, natural hair. This is fun for me. This is like, I feel like I'm in my element. This is, this is a part of my calling. So I guess trial and error, trying, trying different things. Love it. Um, 
I think mine kind of came from me not thinking that that's something that I could do until I tried it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, could I do this? <laughs> so mine, my true, like, creativity started from modeling first. And it was something that was like, I mean, I'm short. I don't really look like a model. So I know that I see them and I love what it looks like and how it made me feel when I was a teenager, but I didn't feel like I could be one, but I knew I loved taking photos every day for some reason. And (laughs) I would take photos of myself in my room with my little janky camera and I would (laughs) play and I'm like, this is so fun. I wish I had somewhere to put this. Then Instagram came out, but I never had phone with apps on it. And then when I got phones with apps on it, I, those looks came every day. And I was like, a picture, a picture, a picture. Like, this is so fun. Like, this is what I always wanted. So when I tried it and then I prayed about it because I told God I could not get it out of my head. Why not? It doesn't seem like this is something I'm supposed to do. But he said, yes, it is. And I said, okay. And then it just, <laughs> you're right. I'm like, okay, God, I hear what you say. And then from that, modeling turned into my passion for brands because I started modeling for brands and I found that I was giving creative advice and I'm like, ooh, I wonder if I could do that for myself. And then it became like, I think this is something like, I think bloggers do this. So my new passion erupted and then the rest has been history from there, I feel. That's good. I think that's perfect advice for anyone who is... um, kind of waking up to this creative entrepreneurship blogger kind of lifestyle. So just dibble and dabble in everything. Find what you like, find what you don't like. You don't know what you don't like unless you try it. So just try your hand at everything. Next, this one is not, it's not really like presented as a question. I think it's just like asking our opinion on this and it is living. We can all answer this. This is living with parents as an adult. I live with my parents as an adult. Um, I guess I'll go first. It can be, you know, sometimes it's just like, mm, mm, especially having a creative, I guess, lifestyle or like job. I don't even like calling it a job, but you know, like if I'm recording a podcast and the TV is too loud and I'm like, can y'all turn the TV down a little bit? Like I'm recording right now. Um, But I think, for me right now, it's the perfect solution just because of finances, COVID, you know, I'm recently out of grad school. It just makes sense to not be spending money on an apartment when I don't have to. Um, But if you are figuring out how to do so, but still like be able to create at the same time, because sometimes I don't know about you guys, but for me, it can be kind of distracting when my mom was like, Shakira, you want to watch a movie? And I'm like, girl, I need to be recording. <laughs> I need to be writing right now. Like, I would love to watch a movie, but I can't. So I have found a way to, um, when they're napping or when they go to sleep at night, that's when I start moving around and start doing what I need to do. So I kind of like move around them if that makes sense. Um, so how do you all like navigate being able to create while also living at home? Or does it pose a problem? Because it might not pose a problem for y'all. 
Well, I live with my mom. So, you know, the craziest thing is my mother has discovered YouTube. Oh, so, gosh. This for those days. Kids. She's like, Diamond, this is what you do. I'm like, That's right, mommy. So now you know of what's going down when I close this door in this room. <laughs> like, you know what's going on in here. <laughs> so truly, my mom discovering YouTube was the best thing that could have happened to this household because now I don't have to explain myself. <laughs> she knows the importance of the photos. She knows the importance of when I close the door. That means she respects what you do. She re- yeah. We love that. We love to see it. We love to see it's nothing better than when your parents discover like, okay, so this is why you love this so much. It's just like, yeah. <laughs> you get it? You get me now? get me yeah. now. Because trying to explain to your parents this is actually kind of like, so what is that? Yes. So it's like, I don't know how to like get you to understand how important <laughs> it is. So if you watch it and you see other people do it, then you somehow get it. I love that though. I do too. My mom, she's always like, I was watching this girl on YouTube, Shakira, you should do this. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, it's the ideas. <laughs> like, yeah. I do that. She's, she's the one who told me, she was like, you need to make a schedule, a posting schedule on YouTube. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay momager. Yeah, right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh gosh, how has it been for you, Abigail? So, I think to the girl who asked the question, um, I think as a creative, it's the biggest test living at home. Like if you're a true creative, living at home with other people is, is a true test because you have so many distractions. Like you said, sometimes you have parents that don't understand what you do. Um, sometimes you don't have the space. It's like, okay, I want an aesthetic background or I want, you know, this nice room that these YouTubers have. You have to be creative and work with what you have. Like that imagination, girl, if it's a little corner and you just have to do something, put (laughs) put a frame up, you know, you just have to work with what you have and use your imagination. Um, it's, it's a true test because you're like, oh my God, this is not how I envision my life. But you have to not be worried about what other people think. Um, everybody is home for different reasons. Personally, uh, we were a caregiver. Uh, my family and I, we were caregivers to my grandma for 10 years. She had uh, two strokes and she was full-time care. And we all helped take care of her. So you have to understand that everybody's in a different season. This is my season right now. I know it won't be always so I've learned to respect the process I don't have to like it all the time um (laughs) but I've learned to respect it and work with what I have I have went outside and gotten different plants to make it pretty in the background so you just have to you got to work with what you got uh hopefully you have people that respect if your door is closed if you have something saying i'm recording that nobody will bust in (laughs) dogs included um but you just have to you gotta focus you have to focus yeah and be flexible too because i don't know if you live with you know brothers and sisters that room that you thought was available might not be available at the time 
that you were going to film. So you have to be flexible and just be willing to pray. Yes. <laughs> because sometimes prayer is the only thing that gets you through. Uh, <laughs> All right. The next question. Um, this one is also kind of vague, but it says best financial tips. So I guess what are you guys' best financial tips um, when it comes to money that you make from your creative projects? Uh, so I, um, I like to know where my money is going. So I like for each, say I have a check that's a hundred dollars. I'd like to have, I like to know where that hundred dollars is going. So first I'm going to pay my tithes. So 10% of that hundred dollars is going towards my tithes. A little bit of that is going to my savings account, you know, so I like to, know where that money right. is going instead of like oh i have this 500 dollars from a company i'm gonna go shopping i'm gonna pay a bill no i like to know where each dollar is going i like each dollar to have a purpose mm-hmm. if that makes sense because that helps me budget so if i get a check from a brand i'm like okay pay yourself pay First. oh pay mm-hmm. god yeah pay yourself put some in your savings. Um, and that's how, that's how I budget. Like, okay, girl, you got $70 to spend this week <laughs> for this check. So I guess I just like my dollars to have a purpose instead of being, you know, just up in the air and not knowing where my money is going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I definitely agree because I still work full time with the state and, um, from whatever I make from content, the thing is, a lot of the time it's like net 30, net 45 days. So I'm not going to see it that month anyway. So mm-hmm. what I'm getting really is from what I'm getting from my office job. So I too love to like know what all I have to do with that. So mm-hmm. putting it up, like, okay, like you said, got to pay my tithes. I told my dad That's the month it. before, like, daddy. This is what I'm giving. <laughs> okay. So I'm like, this is what Touch I'm baby. giving. Okay. <laughs> so I give that. Then I give to my mother for our house. Mm-hmm. And then I I don't have a car yet. So I don't have that payment yet. But that's I, a blessing I, in disguise, sis. Girl. Tell me, like, you know, I'm actually praying for a car now because I think I'm excited. I think I'm ready. This could be the perfect year, honestly, for you to get a car just because all of the um, like the car lots are going to be trying to get rid of the cars that they have now to try to get the new ones in. And as you know, a lot of people haven't been purchasing cars with everything that's going on. So the price of them have been going down. So we can talk about that offline. Oh Yeah, let's talk about them because it's been like marinating in my spirit. And I'm like, God, I feel like for some reason, I'm ready for a car right now. So. And also, just in case anybody is listening that may be um, looking to purchase a car, Enterprise, the rental car company, they sell cars as well. So, like, they mm-hmm. only keep the rental cars for so long. I think it's like a few months before they put them up to be sold. So, you can also, especially if you are a recent college graduate, I think they give you up to three or four years after you have graduated from a university or college, and you can join their um, college program. So, you can get a percentage off and they can help you with financing. So, just in case. 
Oh, yes. We need to have the side. Great advice. Yeah. I'm very excited. Okay. I hope one of y'all, I hope one of y'all can use that advice too. So next few more questions, y'all. So being a creative, do you struggle with the business aspects of your venture? And I, I DM'd her back because I wanted to get some clarity, but she hasn't responded yet. But I was asking her, um, like, you know how sometimes being a creative, like, that's all you want to do. Like, I just want to create. I wish I had somebody that handled the business aspect of this so I can just create. create. So I'm yeah. thinking that that's what she means. Like, yeah. not really wanting to deal with the business aspect. So how do you all navigate that? Well, um. I don't think I'm that big yet to have <laughs> like um, don't downplay yourself. Okay. Right. Okay. So here's the skinny. This is the new. <laughs> um the thing is I'm actually thinking about signing to an agency soon. And I've been a little nervous about it because I don't want to lose that personal touch that I get to have with talking to the brands myself, managing how my money goes and teaching myself along the way. But also Mm -hmm. it would be kind of cool to have my agency handle everything and I just create. But it's a little difficult because the reason why we love creating is that personal touch that you get to have with the brand you guys develop. Um, If you guys ever get on the phone with the brand manager and it's like, okay, let's talk about this product so I know how to properly tell my audience what it really is about. So um, right now I'm enjoying handling it, but I do know at some point I'm probably going to need some extra assistance because I don't want to fail. I don't want to lose touch with what I'm supposed to be doing. And it's always great to have help. Yeah. But, you know, we're still figuring it out, I feel Yep, still figuring it out. Um, I I don't struggle with handling the business aspect because I feel like, um, I don't know, a part of me is a businesswoman. Uh, I respect having to handle it. I don't like having to handle it all the time because like you said, I really would love to just be able to create and somebody mm-hmm. deal with that. So I respect it and I appreciate learning, like you said, Diamond. Um, so when that time comes, when somebody is able to take that business aspect out, I'll, I'll appreciate them. Cause yeah. I'll be like, dang, I, I don't miss, I don't miss making those invoices. I don't miss, you know, you know, getting those tax papers all, you know, in order. So uh, I like to learn because even when somebody's handling it, I, um, I like to just be able to protect myself and know what they're doing. And usually if you've gone through something before you respect when somebody takes over that job, mm-hmm. um, for example, if you were a waitress before and you go to a restaurant, you, you treat that waitress well because you were once in her position. So I guess I'm respecting the process of learning the business side, but I will be very grateful when I can pass that over to somebody. Um, Diamond, I'll have to talk to you to see you know what you think about the agency that you're uh, potentially going to um, partner with. So yes. we'll talk. Definitely. All right. Next question. She says, how do I get my followers to engage more with my content? You know what? I 
have the perfect thing. Okay. Put us on, Dime. Put us on. So the thing is, I saw someone say that you have to care for your Instagram as though it's like your child. Mm -hmm. And if you don't love what you do, then no one's really going to engage back with you because it kind of just seems like I'm just putting something out. But if you genuinely nurture your Instagram as though it is your child, then people are going to come because you are defining your purpose there. You're defining, this is why I'm posting this. I want to talk with you. I like meeting new people. It's not just an app, but if you treat it as though this is really a place where I want to meet people, I actually want to engage in your content. I like that. I followed you for a reason. So if you're not nurturing it, if you're not giving it time, if you're not engaging with anybody else, then what makes them want to talk back to you? Because you haven't nurtured it enough for it to even know who you are, who you are, which would be your audience. So it's that time. You must spend time with as many people as possible because that time that you put in, people will soon come to you. And it's like a back and forth. It's like a family. Love it. I agree. Uh, I, like you said, I think in order to get more engagement, you have to, you have to engage. So in order to expect people to comment on your page, you have to take at least 30 minutes out of your day and comment on their pictures. Um, it's a, I guess it's a give and take. Um, and so people who I follow, I make sure that I'm liking their pictures. I'm engaging with their content. I'm leaving nice comments on their page. And so they can return that favor. Um, I also uh, leave open-ended questions or some type of action item within my caption. Uh, people people love to give their opinion. And so <laughs> if you post a picture, um, leave a question at the end and say, you know, put a comment below, tell me what you think. Usually you'll get engagement that way. Um, and on your IG stories, make sure you use that poll and make sure you ask questions. Uh, just find ways to get the conversation started, which will you know, keep the engagement up. Love it. So basically, um, people need to have a personal touch and not just view social media as just social media. It is an extension of you. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Um, next question. What are some ways to balance and earn money for your dream career with your full-time job or part-time in you guys' case? Wait, do you mind um, asking the question once more. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> um, what are some ways to balance and earn money for your dream career with your full-time job? Okay, so I guess like, you know how, um, okay, so for example, when I am working, I'm using some of the money from my real job, I guess you can say, to fund my creative projects. So when I purchased the microphone, I used the money that I had gotten from my real job to purchase that for my creative project. But how does one balance that, you know, making sure that you're not using too much of your money (laughs) that you need to live going, you know, funneling it into your creative projects? 
I think it goes to what um, it goes back to what I was saying is uh, budgeting and knowing where each dollar you make goes. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, you, you put aside your money for your tithes and your savings and your bills. Know how much you have to play with. So say, okay, $50 a month, I have to put towards my business. So am I going to buy a microphone for my podcast? Can I invest in a ring light uh, for my YouTube videos? So I guess, you know, if you can kind of have a budget, a monthly budget um, from your full-time job uh, to put and invest into what you really want to do, that's, that's kind of what I did. Um, and so one year um, I put aside a certain amount of money I was saving and I was able to buy myself and invest in a ring light. And from there, quality went up on my videos and more companies reached out. So uh, just know where your money is going. Oh, yeah, I definitely agree with you. And um, something that I actually started doing when we were in quarantine, um, Abigail, you said, like, I want the background like the other influencers. <laughs> and I'm just like, you're right, because that was me. I'm like, my is so boring. Like, I come in and I'm like... <laughs> So what I did was I'm like, okay, I'm inside. It looks like I'm going to be inside for quite some time. So I actually started taking some of my money and I wanted to see where it was going other than food. So I started to revamp my room and I'm like, okay, um, what do I see that I like? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I started revamping, taking out old things, putting in just like new little things that made me feel really good inside my room and that were aesthetically pleasing because mm-hmm. I knew I was going to see this part. So I'm like, all right, I need this part to be doing right. something. Yeah. And literally, like the whole showing bang, bing, bang, just came together. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I can take pictures right here because it looks better in the back. And yeah. I see where all my money went. It went to that mirror, the bed, the mirror, the, <laughs> the plants. Just, it's like, you see it. But mm-hmm. I didn't do that once because you don't want to over exhaust your budget because then you're not going to have enough to do regular things like eat and stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> you have to pace yourself. Yeah. You don't do too much. Definitely. Make sure your money makes sense. So... Yeah. I think um, as consumers, we can like, we want to just buy, like, I need to buy this. I need to buy that. I need to buy that because once I have all of these things, then my content is going to pop or then I'm going to reach this new level. But I have found, you know, through the years that I have been doing these different creative ventures that working with what I have has been my best, best, best (laughs) option for years. And I started blogging back in 2014. So six years ago so it's like with the podcast and I say this all the time and I tell y'all all all the time I get so many questions about podcasting use your phone like these iPhones they have a voice recording app I was using that for like the first year and then after that I joined the pod which had a microphone so I would record there and then with COVID and everything I probably still wouldn't have bought a mic if COVID hadn't happened because I was using the studio at the pod to record. So COVID forced me to purchase a mic. So don't feel like you need to 
buy all of this stuff that you really don't need because honestly your best ideas come from a lack of resources like yes. you have to make stuff work yeah when you get creative yeah mm-hmm. and you yeah. have to remember that it's the content that matters Mm-hmm. I've watched videos of people where the background isn't that great, but you know what? Their content is really good and they're entertaining to watch. So just their authenticity and great content is going to bypass not having a great background. If you don't have great lighting, it's okay because I know you're about to give me some golden nuggets and some bomb information. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Um, and also your fan base loves to see you grow. And mm-hmm. uh, sometimes, you know, I look under people's posts and they're like, oh my gosh, I remember when you were just starting and you did this video on your iPad and now look at you, you know? Yeah. And so I think people just love to see that growth and love to know that they, they've been there for the journey. So don't be afraid to start and not have everything. Um, I love the quote that says, um, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. Just start before you're ready. And then the the professionalism with everything else, it'll come. But as long as you have great content, just keep keep going and the rest will come. Okay, two more questions, guys. Is comparing yourself ever a good thing? (laughs) Never. You tell me when it's a good thing. (laughs) Never. (laughs) Uh, there's this quote that says, um, comparison is the thief of joy. Mm. Absolutely. Nothing has ever come. Nothing good has ever come out of me comparing myself. Um, and I've had my moments where I'm like, oh my God, look how far they are. Why am I not? Your mind just goes and you just can just go down a rabbit hole and just do yourself the favor and not compare yourself. Um, I think how I've learned not to compare myself because we all have those moments. We're human. Um, I've learned to acknowledge, okay, you're, you're trying to compare yourself. So I acknowledge that it's happening. And then I just kind of change and shift my mindset. Uh, So know that the thoughts will come because we're human and it happens, but just learn how to shift that mindset and don't let yourself go down that hole because it is not, it's not going to benefit you in any way. I definitely agree with you. I think that something that I had to learn was that like just the power of being you and it's Mm. like I could try to do exactly what you did and I promise you it will never come out the exact same way because none of us are the same. So if you keep remembering that oh my gosh like I will never be able to do what you do because it's you. Then it's hard to compare because I already know I can't do that anyway, because that's not what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So we're all so uniquely made and we're so individual that it's like when you know your power and that nobody can do what you do either, then it's like, mm-hmm. dang, like y'all can't touch me because you, you can't do what I do. Not me. Yeah, that's <laughs> not your me. magic. That is yes. your magic. That's your magic. And, yes. and the person that asked the question, I hope they know that it's okay to be inspired by other people. Mm-hmm. I'm inspired by Shakira. I'm inspired by Diamond. I love their content. Diamond, I love the aesthetics on your page. I'm inspired by her, but I don't compare. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I don't compare myself to her. We're two totally different people. Um, so I admire what she does, but you just have to, it's a thin line between being inspired and, and starting to compare yourself. So just make sure that you don't, you don't cross that line. Definitely. And the last one is a fun one. What is your favorite quarantine snack? <laughs> Who asked that? <laughs> <laughs> an anonymous, an anonymous. Um, anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really, you know what? Guilty pleasure. Um, I love a good chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream. That one mm. keeps me going. It just it just keeps refilling up at my fridge. Oh. <laughs> Mysteriously. <laughs> How did you get back? I, thought, <laughs> <laughs> I finished you. <laughs> I, so I've taken a break from sweets. Like, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but honestly, you know what has snuck back up? in my pantry popcorn popcorn okay yeah i just see that and enjoying a movie like i guess before quarantine i never took the time to actually slow down and watch a movie and just enjoy you know like i watch shows on netflix but that was you know uh, i was eating a little something but i've just taken time to just have a little movie night buy some popcorn because the movie theaters weren't open, you know, so kind of like a movie night at home. So yeah. popcorn has been my my guilty pleasure. Yeah. Mine has been Ben and Jerry's ice cream. I had never Is it tried- Ben and Jerry's black owned? It's white. It's two white guys, but oh, their business practices here's the mouth, here's the mouth. <laughs> are insane. I have never heard of a company this thorough this into black lives matter like oh my this is gonna sound like a promo and i promise it's not a promo but they you know they have been for police reform they have been for black lives matter before like way before any of this it's like two old white guys but they are they were arrested during the protests they were out there on the front line they um actually they employ former prisoners because oh, you know, it can be very like hard to yes. find employment after you've been released. So they employ former prisoners. Everyone is like an even playing field. It's not like based on your experience or anything like that. They mm-hmm. get cookies, like real cookies and brownies and things like that from local bakeries and have that, you know, for the ice cream. So I'm just like pro Ben and Jerry. So I've just been like stocking up. So that's been my guilty pleasure. Um, and whenever I start feeling bad about eating so much ice cream, I'm like, at least I'm supporting, you know? So I will spend that. Yeah. Thing. I used to get the small ones they used to have for like 99 cents or one ninety nine, And that will make me just getting the, the, the small one. Bro. Ben and Jerry's gonna do it every time. Every time. Abigail, did you freeze? Okay. What's your favorite flavor? Let me see. I've tried right now. My favorite is um is it milk and cookies? Is it milk and cookies? I think that's the one I just finished. I have one out there now. It's like strawberry cheesecake. I really like that. That that's yours? Okay, okay. That's fine. (laughs) I tried um fudge brownie and I also tried um, I think it's like a, a snickerdoodle 
one, but it was good. It was good. Anything Snickers, I'm here for. Yeah, it was good. So that has been my guilty pleasure during this time. I need to lay off the ice cream for a little while, you know. Me too. <laughs> but I am so glad that you all were able to take time with me during your busy schedules and our listeners, our carefree family, and offer your expertise and your wise words. I just know that they are going to appreciate it and love it so much. Is there anything that either of you wants to leave them with or any projects that you have coming up that you want to share and you want them to be out on the lookout for? Oh, and your social media so they know where to follow you too. Well, first, I'm going to say what I want to leave you with is something that I'm practicing, and it is meditation. And that's something that I am trying to implement every day, either at the start of the day or at the end, and just turning off everything. If you want to turn on music, you can turn on your music and just breathe for like 15 to 20 minutes and just don't think about anything and just let it release from you so that you can reboot yourself start your day or end your day just take some time to meditate i swear it will change your whole energy just like we took the few breaths before we started and it was like oh, you know take some time um as for some projects i don't even think i can say it yet but just know um there's some pretty uh exciting things coming for me we'll be I'll waiting camera. I'll tell you camera. but um you can find me at diamond d-i-a-n-o-n-d alicia a-l-i-c-i-a underscore on ig uh you can okay social media first uh my instagram is at k ab period k underscore uh and check out my blog the abnormal life i have it's about the outside of the box way of living yes she has on my shirt i'm so grateful uh i have a blog coming out this week but that shirt right there we shall overcome turn around today period yes. today okay? my modeling <laughs> so that that shirt was um an expression of my creativity. I was trying to figure out, you know, I think we were all trying to figure out during this movement, how can I be effective? What can I do? And that quote just stuck with me in my head. And whenever I felt down, I just kept saying, we shall overcome. And the song says, we shall, everybody knows the song, we shall overcome. But the song says someday. And I was like, nah, today. So, um, yeah, uh, I have I have a few shirts left, maybe like five. I'm almost sold out. Uh, but check it out on, um, go to The Abnormal Life and it'll lead you to my Etsy page. But I have more shirts dropping and um, I'm just, I'm excited about life. Uh, every time I have another day, every time you're breathing, um, just live out your purpose. Uh, my advice would be to take care of you. Um, my morning routine is my everything. I fell off a little bit, but I've gotten back to it. So um, I've woken up earlier and in the morning time, I do my daily devotion and I write out my affirmations. And just that 20 minutes in the morning, just by myself, no phone, maybe some meditation music and just my warm lemon water. Um, just that me time, that 20 minutes just really um, sets the atmosphere for the rest of my day. 
So just taking care of myself in the morning is really important. So just don't forget that morning routine. Definitely. Thank you all so much. Don't hang up because I'm just going to close this out. But thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you for tuning in for a new episode of the Carefree and Black Diaries. I hope that you all enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget to stay black and carefree. And we'll see you guys in the next episode of the Carefree and Black Diaries. Bye, guys. Bye.